Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Parker. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, we just spoke briefly before we started recording, and I asked you how you were doing, and you asked me how I was doing, and we both fucking lied and said good. Yeah. We said good. And that... Who- Who's really doing good? No I one. Mean, That's the answer to that. Absolutely no one. We're both fucking liars. I apologize. We are friends and I shouldn't have lied to you. I'll just be honest. You'll be like, how are you doing? I'm going to be like, I don't know. Awful. Fucking bad. One, so. Fucking bad. And you should know better than to ask but, me that question. <laughs> how how weird is it, though? Like, have you ever thought about that? The fact that we're just sort of conditioned to like when someone says, oh, hey, how are you doing like no one actually wants an answer no you know like like whenever you know if you see someone or you call someone you know it's like oh hey how how are you doing it's no one wants you to be like things have been really rough uh yeah it's like they just want you to be like great cool can't complain yeah i i'm dealing with too much i don't need to deal with your emotional baggage as well yeah i i think the the default answer I've I've been falling to lately is I'm surviving. Yeah. <laughs> because it's kind of the lowest possible bar. I prefer <laughs> to be very vague and go, you know. Yeah, all things considered. Dot, dot, dot. And then they can, like, fill it in however they want. Like, and, oh. and the thing is, they always know how to fill it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I feel like you and I haven't spoken in a little bit. No, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, what have you uh, been up to? Oh man! Um, God, a, a few weeks ago, I went to a number of concerts, which is it. I I kind of like I used to go to like two or three concerts a week, and it was fun. And now, like, I went to two concerts in one week, and I felt like I was dying. Two or three <laughs> concerts a week. Yeah. So I used to intern at a place that was right above a concert venue. Oh. So like, I'd finish working and go downstairs and have a drink, and like, it was cool. But then. You know, that was when I was like 22. Sure. You know, now it's a decade later and I'm just like, oh, it's late. What time does the, you know, like (laughs) I'm I'm sitting here like DMing every band that I'm going to see to be like, hey, man, what time do you guys go on? I don't (laughs) miss any of the opening. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I too love going to concerts, but yeah, especially if it's standing the whole time. Right. It's like, oh. come on, kids, come on. Yeah. I, I don't like. I, I don't know. Like, the older I get, the more I'm just like, why doesn't this concert have sitting room? Why? <laughs> like, if it's a standing, and I'm just like, it doesn't make sense. Or where you're somewhere where there are seats and people stand anyway, so everyone has to stand. It's Ugh. like, no, hey, if we all band together on this <laughs> and decide to sit, it'll be fine, and we can all see. Or like, do both. Have the floor be standing room and then balconies seated. I'd take yeah. that. I would do that 100% of the time. Yeah. Given the option. Speaking of, I'm going to a concert tonight. So, which yay. one? Uh, I'm going to see the band Ockerville River. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I haven't listened to them in like a, a long ass time, but someone I used to work for is their manager. So they were like, do you want to come see them when they're in town? And I was like, sure. I used to listen to them like seven or eight years ago. And, so now I'm, I've, I've been trying to catch up. I'm like, how many albums could they have put out like between when <laughs> I stopped listening and now? And it's like five. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. That's so <laughs> like, funny. I, I'm not going to know any of the songs. But, you know, it's like some I'm 
doing that tonight. That'll be that'll be fun, I guess, or exhausting. One of the two, probably both. <laughs> fun and exhausting. Yeah. So since we're talking about this already, and I haven't spoken with you in a little bit, I wanted to catch up on any recommendations you have for people about stuff you're watching or listening to or reading right now. Sure. Well, my first recommendation is meatball. God damn it. Stop eating poop off the floor. Hey, hey, meatball. you, you let my well, she's just, she's just straight up ignoring me. Meatball. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah you, don't do that. you don't tell her what to do. If she wants to eat she, poop. She looks so mad at me right now. Well, cause she loves eating poop. Yeah. She's like going around the bunny cage. She's like, I only have half as much now. Thanks mom. And oh. I'm just like, <laughs> Parker, you are not allowed to talk about your dead rabbit on this episode. Okay. Well, it made everyone one, so sad. The one that is still alive. Okay. All right. Good. How optimistic of you. Uh, yeah. So recommendations. Yes. Other than you recommend to Meatball to stop eating poop. Yeah. Um, so Kayla and I recently started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. We hadn't watched any of it before. Wow. And so now we're like, I think we're like three seasons in. Uh, and we just... Like, have just been every night, like, she comes home from work and we watch, like, two or three episodes. And it's like, this is a great show. How come we weren't watching it before? And I, I feel like a lot of people say that. Like, it is a joy to watch. And I haven't yeah. watched it in so long. But every time I watch it, I'm like, this is a, a great show. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I was missing out. And now, now I'm not. And it would have been really sad had it gotten canceled and stayed canceled. Right. <laughs> like it would have been like, I just got into the show and now no. it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Although there is something kind of nice about knowing when a show ends, like while you're watching. Like something where you're like, okay, one season left, you know, and you know stuff like that. Especially I don't know. if it's like a bad ending. That's happened for me a couple shows that I've been like enjoying, but I came to very late and people have been like, oh, just to brace you, season two ends really badly and they didn't get renewed. And then, like, having that in mind, I actually end up enjoying the show more because I'm not heartbroken by the ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I that's that's kind of how how I am. Or, like, I know that a show got canceled, like, halfway through the second season and it's just like, well, they had to wrap up every single storyline, so don't expect anything to resolve. And it's <laughs> like, okay, good. Good to know going into this. I won't get my expectations up. But, right. Um, so, yeah, so we've been watching that, which is, which is good. And, uh... You know, I, I've been picking up a bunch of books, but not really reading them. Great, <laughs> great. Just like I think is, lifting you know, them for exercise. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's like, so some people, someone sent me a copy of their book. People send me copies of their book all the time. And I do try to read them because, you know, it's like, that's expensive. That costs people money. Um, you are a might, better person than I am. It might cost, it might be their publisher's money, but, you know, it's someone's money. Um which I'm always like, sometimes something else show up and it'll be like, this was, and they look at like the shipping thing and it's like express overnight. And I was like, that was not necessary. <laughs> it's like, put that in like media mail where it takes like 14 days or something. Like, right. I don't need this today. I will not. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, so, so uh, I'll at least give the books a plug. Um, this one book is called uh, Grateful. And it's by uh, Diana Butler Bass. And um, I let me make sure I have that right. Yeah, it's called Grateful. And she actually uh, references me in the book. So what? I was like, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's about the transformative power of giving thanks. And she references it at night. I, I have my thankfulness thread. 
Isn't it a little weird though? That's happened to me a couple times when people have sent me their books and they reference me in the book, like my work. But isn't it a little weird that they didn't ask you beforehand? <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's fine. Anything right. I put onto the internet is on there. And, okay. You know, as long as it's accurate. I mean, if if something's just like Parker then murdered someone, it's like, nah, I might not be happy about that. But you know, it's like it is, and especially if it's a good thing, you know. Uh, so so there was that, and and luckily, it's like the book even had an index. So I went to the back, and it was like Malloy, comma Parker. I was like, perfect. Yeah, I I do the same exact thing. Awesome. I I kind of assumed, yeah, if they're sending me the book, I'm like, what do you talk about me in this book? Uh, that happened once with. The nation used an entire article of mine, and I didn't. I didn't know I was going to be in like uh, a compilation. And I tweeted about it, and Katrina DM'd me immediately and was like, "Oh, do you want a free copy?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be cool." <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be in a book, but uh, yeah, I'll take a free copy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So there's that book, and then um, there's so my friend Francesca Ramsey, who she used to work with me at, at Upworthy. And she is like, it's like what someone who, who takes, takes risks and, and puts in a lot of effort into things and does and, and is immensely talented can do with their life. You know, like we just went so totally different, different paths. Like I stayed at Upworthy forever mm-hmm. and she left and then she was on like the, the nightly show and then that got canceled and then. Like she wrote this book and she has a Comedy Central like show in the works and like all this really cool stuff that is just unbelievably deserved. And it just kind of makes me feel like such a slacker by comparison. I here's the thing. I've talked about this twice with people that I've interviewed for the show. You it's not a fucking race. Don't compare yourself to other people. You're going to do your own thing and it's great. And so many people already admire you and you're going to do even more amazing stuff in the future. You gotta fucking chill. I'm talking to myself right now. I'm talking to myself and I'm projecting on you, Parker. I apologize. But just chill. Enjoy your I, fucking life. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, so anyway, so she has this book that just came out um, called Well That Escalated Quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's about her like life on the internet. Basically, it's like, I need to read this because it's all about how she manages stress on the internet and stuff like that. And, Very cool. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I took two days off of Twitter last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of the best thing ever. Here's what's amazing about that. I didn't notice you did that because I wasn't on Twitter either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I wish I didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it it... I don't know. I was just last week was so messed up with like, you know, the the news of all the the, the celebrity suicides and Ugh. just things were, you know, it was so dark and was I was awful. just having a bad time. So it was like, I need to sign off. Yes. For a bit. Like like there was I think the the one story that kind of just made me decide to like sign off and just like stay offline for like two days was that um, so there there's this like show it's like a storytelling show it's so it's like kind of like a reading but kind of open mic type thing but uh that that's basically run by this person who wrote this really super transphobic article like Mm -hmm. a year ago and i've been like kind of nudging people like hey 
uh, this person wrote this really awful article. It says trans people mutilate themselves and Ooh. are and trans women are like men who want to be women or something like that. And and they're like at the time everyone was like horrified. And then like it's like a year later and I'm like, wait, you're all doing the show again. And mm. I was very just disappointed because it was just sort of like if someone was like super racist, right, they would go back and do the show if they were super sexist, you know, but for some reason it's like with trans people, everything always just seems like it's optional. It's like, oh, yeah. well, you know, I don't agree with their views, but I'm not going to let it be a deal breaker on my friendship, you know? Right. Yeah, no, that's true. I feel like it's possible to bounce back after saying something racist or misogynist um, or I'm sorry, opposite. If you say something really racist or misogynist, people remember it way longer than if somebody says something transphobic. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like the, the Roseanne thing. No yes. one cared when she was spewing transphobic stuff. And it was like really vile, really specific transphobic oh, she, stuff for years. She blocked me years ago because we got in a fight over that. Yeah. Yeah. She, well, she once, uh, you know, I forgot what it was. She once like tweeted at me and called me a dicktard, which <laughs> I was like, that's an interesting, wow. interesting uh, attack, I guess. I don't know. But Anyway, she's just she was just the worst. And then yeah. it's like ABC picks them picks her up and then she says something like racist and people are like, "Oh my god, I had no idea." <laughs> it's just like we tried to tell you. Yeah, the whole you know, time. I mean, she's also been racist forever too. Sure. So maybe it was just that people didn't want to pay attention to that. Yeah, well, uh, people for a long time were like, "Oh, she's, you know, crazy. She's just like gone off the rails." But then it was like, but then she got another show and it was like all right, she's not just like some lady ranting on Twitter. She's now right. got like the approval of a network behind her. Yeah, and then the fucking president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, so any other listening recommendations, reading, viewing? Um, let's see, listening recommendations. There was, uh, oh, let me see. There's So there's this one. So Kayla and I went and saw the Mountain Goats recently. We love, love the Mountain Goats. Mountain Goats are great. And um, there was this woman who opened up for them that was really great. And I just want to see if I can find the name of her because Kayla is, like, obsessed with her music mm -hmm. now. And, ugh, come on. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Who is she? No. Who oh, is she? There. It's, her name is Erin Ray. E-R-I-N-R-A-E. Okay. So she's. Uh, what kind of What kind of music? It's like a country folk kind of, I don't know. Do exactly who would open for the Mountain Goats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's like, you, you ever listen to um, Jenny Lewis's like so, solo records? No. Like, from Rilo Kiley? Uh, anyway, it's like I'm her solo sorry. Record. I'm sorry. How dare you? You weren't as into indie music as me. No, I'm I'm really not. I feel like you and Eric <laughs> could have a very long conversation about music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sure yeah very <laughs> but, obscure um, music while the rest of us take an, a little nap yeah so you know so anyway so aaron ray uh it, you know i've been i've been listening to her music which is which is pretty good she was good opening up for the mountain goats i was i've been listening to the mountain goats mm -hmm. i went and saw uh ted leo recently hell now, yeah i you know what's yeah. bananas i've still never seen ted leo perform really it was it <laughs> i was know so he played at this tiny little venue called um, The Empty Bottle in Chicago. It I mean, only holds like a few hundred people. He lives by me. It's insane. <laughs> I like he 
plays in Brooklyn all the time. My, all my friends have seen him. You should go see him. I know that. I'm just, I don't know. It just never he's works such, out. He's such a nice guy. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, he's, he's just like, I, in, in, in like I don't I don't know something about his like online presence just makes me happy yeah even though even though it's just like it's just really honest which is which is great um but yeah at that show I ran into um Laura Jane Grace from Against Me hell yeah speaking of being the best she's the goddamn best she is awesome she is she is uh she's doing well apparently good so, awesome yeah, that was fun great uh so how about you what 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 are your recommendations? Oh, I, I need to boy. know what you're up to. Yeah. Well, I talked about this already on yesterday's episode. I'm losing track of the days, Parker. Uh, but since it's the summer, I am like listening to Robin and Carly Rae Jepsen all the time. It's like my dancey summer music that I love. And also just like very upbeat because my life's a disaster right now. So I'm like not listening to any of my sad music and I'm just listening to like hip hop and like dance music. All right. You to, know, can't, to get can't like really go wrong with that. Pumped. Yeah. Uh, and uh, who else? Uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah. Also yeah. very like happy music. Um, yeah. And podcasts still doing my true crime thing. What, what? Oh, have you been watching the staircase on Netflix? I have not. I have not. Check that out if you're into true crime. That's one of the the big ones that everybody always cites when they talk about true crime um, uh, shows. Speaking of Netflix, really quick, um, have you been watching Michelle Wolf's new show? No, I have not. Oh my god. Okay, so so there's this there's this amazing clip. Uh, they posted it to Twitter. So on the the official show Twitter account recently, but there's this clip of. Uh, it's a musical number about the New York Times op-ed page just being awful <laughs> about how they'll they'll publish like all these weird contrarian things and there's like a singing number where they're like take it Barry Weiss and just, like, <laughs> my opinions are so shit you know <laughs> terrible wow that uh, is niche <laughs> yeah I, it, so, someone tweeted about that they were like thanks to to Michelle Wolf for making this this entire like clip for like our like dozen friends or whatever <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah because no one knows who barry weiss is unless you're like us weird online all the time well, that, don't I'm, be like us that's why i'm like i i almost respect them for going so niche because like i'm always very self-conscious about when i do write in the comedy world not using super esoteric references like that because especially at a writer's table it's a whole lot of this like who is that and then it's like 10 minutes of me explaining who this person is. So I'm like very wary of those references. So good <laughs> on them for just being like, fuck it. <laughs> there, I just, I like, just who the tweeted... hell knows who Barry Weiss is? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I just tweeted that at you. So enjoy. Thank you so much. Uh, so guys, it's that time of the show. I know you're dreading it, but let's all hold hands and cry. Here is your bad news. So first bad news item, um, we were talking on yesterday's episode about Donald Trump meeting Kim Jong-un and them striking what's probably just a sub symbolic agreement for denuclearization, but 
how, you know, even if it's symbolic, at least uh, it's not a declaration of war. So that's good. Uh, But this was a weird thing. I don't know if it belongs in bad news. I mean, I think it does just because it's so stupid. But Trump reportedly showed Kim Jong-un a fake movie trailer starring the two of them as heroes. What? Wait, what? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Are you sure this is actual news? Yeah, it's on BuzzFeed. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. This is so weird. Um, after the meeting, um, Trump told reporters that he had the trailer made to show Kim and eight members of the North Korean delegation during their meeting. The video was also shown to the media before uh, Trump's press conference. Um Trump said, we had it made up. I showed it to him today, actually, during the meeting, meeting toward the end of the meeting, and I think he loved it. Trump said that the other members of the delegation were fascinated by it and that it could very well be the future. I don't know what that means. I showed it because I really wanted him to do something, the president said. It's a four-minute trailer about two men, two leaders, one destiny. Uh, yeah, it is... It's real, and BuzzFeed has it embedded in this article. So, have you watched it? Not yet. Oh man! I mean, I think it. I got everything that I need to just from reading it. But I definitely will watch it. You guys can find the link at our SoundCloud page. Uh, also, follow us on SoundCloud, Light Trees and News. But yeah, I was like, does this belong in bad news? And then I was like, I think so because it's so stupid. It's so weird. It's okay, so weird. Okay, I, I just opened it up on my... All right, you watch it and then, like, narrate what you're feeling as you watch it and yeah. what's happening. So there's, like, a guy on a sec... They're just... Oh, my... It's just going... There was a... Okay, so there's a guy who does a slam dunk with a basketball <laughs> in it. Oh, my God. I'm just, like... So there's, like... They keep going to these, like, clearly, like, stock video shots of, like, scientists, like, pretending to do science things. Sure. And there's just a dude, uh, like, doing a, like, there's an Olympic person. and An Olympic Trump, person. And then, <laughs> and then there's, there's like, shots of, like, the sun rising. <laughs> and then a guy dunking a basketball. I mean, classic. Classic. Sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it goes, it goes from that and it fades into a shot of, of Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is amazing i i still like i still almost cannot believe this is real this is when i'm like we are in the matrix right like how that can't be real it this how is this life you know so it opens with a thing saying a destiny pictures production like, what, <laughs> what the hell is destiny pictures it's uh, what's always playing in trump's mind that's the production company wow oh, man there's Okay, so there's a horse running in the desert now. Oh, it's still going. It's still going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's rockets landing backwards onto the ground. <laughs> Go. Oh, going back into the ground. Okay, so Ooh. it's in reverse. Oh. All right. All right. So I think it's supposed to be like peace. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, and yep, a horse. Oh no, the horse isn't running on the desert. The horse is running on the water. What? Oh, Jesus horse. Yeah, Jesus horse. Apparently, um, there's bumper cars. What is happening? What if, but what if this works? What if this is the thing that convinces Korea, North Korea, to 
disarm. Just be like, yeah, we, we, we've got it. We, we want to make this real. Did you see that movie? I mean, come on. That could be our reality. Horses yeah, could a- run on water. Oh man. And like they, they keep having these shots where people are walking really fast, like a sped <laughs> up film. Um and then Okay, so then there's a news anchor. Great. Uh and someone watching TV. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, and then there's a shot of a like Times Square type place with like big like video boards with Trump on one and Kim Kim on the other. Mm-hmm. Uh God, everything about this. This is so weird. This is I, I I'm watching it and I can't believe it's real. Yeah. I'm just like Oh, and then it's a, a quote appears on the screen uh from Trump. It says, I really think we have a very good chance of doing something very meaningful. That is not like a, a quote to put on a screen type thing. That's <laughs> just sort of like, hey, I think we're gonna maybe do something good. Right. I mean, uh, but in in the the scheme of stuff Trump has said, one of his more articulate yeah, quotes. Oh, here he only repeated a word once. Right. Good on. Uh, him. Oh, and then the quote from Kim Jong Un is, "We will no longer have to tighten our belts," which also I, incredibly vague. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then just oh, now they're waving at each other in the clip, and oh, the sun is sun is setting. You know okay. what? I'm mostly just happy that Donald oh, Trump. Shit. It ends with, it says, the future remains to be written, which that doesn't sound like it was written by some, some like that. That, that sounds sound like, like when you put something in Google Translate and it comes out a yeah, little weird. that doesn't sound. Right. Yeah. I'm mostly huh. just happy that Donald Trump finally oh. made a friend. You know? Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's a little odd that, um, oh no, it started playing another video. I hate. I hate the computer. Um, yeah, that was weird. Uh, I highly recommend watching that as soon as this is over. Um, yeah, I'm glad he has a friend because it seems like he was feeling a little lonely after the G7. Sure. I mean, <laughs> to be a man of his age and not have a single close friend is weird and a little sad. So he finally found another little dictator who gets him. And it's hard making friends as an adult. It really is, especially if you're president. <laughs> How do you make friends if you're president? You invite, I mean, imagine, like, just think, just the other week, it was like, he invited an entire team of uh, football players, mm-hmm. he invited 50 some odd people, and no one wanted to show up. To not, not a single one, like, yeah. Like, that's, uh, I mean, growing up, there was always like a kid where it was like, I don't like him, but I'll go over to his house because he has a good snacks. Kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah. You know, uh, ours like, was always like, because she has a pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, and the White House is the ultimate, like, has a pool, has good snacks, mm-hmm. has a hot mom, you know, that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, you know, and still people are like, I don't know, man. Yeah. He, he's so uncool. I don't want to be seen with him. He's just a dick. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the other bad news item, it is the, uh, it was just for you guys, the second anniversary of the Orlando uh, nightclub mass shooting in which 49 people were killed. Um, obviously, like, it's a terrible anniversary because it's one of the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history, but also the fact that it happened around uh, or during Pride Month was extra terrible. Do you remember how Trump responded to that? I don't. Was it really his, bad? Yeah. His 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 first words about it were 
appreciate the congrats. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because he's like, see, radical Islamic terror. Blah, oh, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, god, you are the scummiest person on this planet. You are the but yeah, he tweeted worst. That. Appreciate the congrats. What a but fucking... But I don't want for congrats, he said. like, But still, it's like, why would you say that? And who's congratulating him? I, I keep fluctuating between he's just a weirdo who has no idea how, like human beings actually talk to each other and he's just like a narcissist who doesn't care about anyone but himself yeah it's probably some combo i think that like i think the first the first thing the the weirdo thing applies more to like mitt romney like i was reading there was a story about how romney doesn't age and all that stuff the other day which is like that's weird he's run for president a couple times isn't he supposed to go away and knit but (laughs) anyway like so there was a line in the story about Mitt Romney where he was like, someone was like, can I take a selfie with you? And they had to hit the buttons to unlock their phone. And he says like, he goes seven, four, three, two, seven or something like that. And basically like repeated the person's code back to them. (sighs) And they just looked at him like really weird, but he was watching their finger. Like who does that? Wow. That is so weird. Why would you just read it? Why would you do that? (laughs) Oh, Found a thing a normal person. Though. Yeah, he he's a guy who like even the way he speaks, it's like what? <laughs> like I can't yeah. remember what he said when he was like, what was it? Sport? He's sport weird. Sport. Yeah, he he uh I, yeah I think he uses it singular a lot. He's like in sport instead of like in sports, which I guess like athletic. technically can be grammatically correct. Yeah. It's just that no one speaks that way. You know, it'd be like sort of like if an American was like uh, talking about like instead of math class said maths. Maths, like, That's yes. not how people around here talk. You're not British. Don't you fucking British try stuff. to pull that shit. You went, to, you went to London for a week and you came back saying cheers all the time. Stop it. I still say no worries and I'm not going to stop ever and no one can stop me. Uh, I, I didn't know that was I didn't know that was a British thing. No, it's not a British thing. It's an Australian thing. Okay. But I I've stole never it. I've been there and I say it all the time. I stole it from Australia and I'm not giving it back. So, oh. Pretending I made it. That's the most American thing of all. <laughs> Where was Romney when he was like, you have a beautiful state, so many trees. <laughs> Do you remember that when he was just like, he wouldn't stop yeah. talking about the trees and everyone's like, yeah. what's yeah. happening? Yeah, that was a, God, was it, where was it? Was it, um, trees are the right height. That was it. Uh, he oh, was yes, about, yes, yes, yes. He was, oh, he's talking about Michigan, where he's from. The trees <laughs> are the right height? Yeah, what does that yeah. mean? He said, because, uh, yeah, this was uh, November 2011. I love being in Michigan, Romney said at a social club. Everything seems right here. You know, I come back to Michigan. The trees are the right height. The grass is the right color for this time of year. Kind of a brownish, greenish sort of thing. It just feels right. It's like uh, what a <laughs> robot trying to communicate like a human. Yeah. Uh, oh, but worth speaking re- worth remembering that Romney's policies are awful. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not just making fun of how the guy talks because yeah, we're dicks. He's like terrible. he's an asshole. Um, but speaking of trees, there's this story about I don't know how you pronounce them, but um, the trees that uh, I think they grow like yeah, mainly in Africa. Um, they're called baobab, baobabs, I think. 
Um, and they're the ones with the really big trunks and the really um, like short branches. If you saw photos of them, they, I mean, you would probably recognize them from like, I don't know, the Lion King or something like that. Um, but they're some of the world's oldest trees. They can live like 2,500 years. Um, and they've been dying uh, lately and uh, living shorter and shorter spans. And obviously people think it might have something to do with climate change. Um, a new paper published on Monday in Nature Plants documents the collapse of some of the world's oldest and largest baobabs over the past 12 years. Of the 13 oldest trees, nine are dead or nearing death. Of the six largest baobabs, five have bit the dust and are headed that way. Wow. Yeah, which That's is... so weird. It's super weird, but we've been seeing a lot of these, like mass die-offs whether it's like animals or in this case these ancient uh plants trees hmm. but it's so sad they're so beautiful yeah that's that's really weird yeah um so i also wanted to talk about jeff sessions blocking victims of domestic violence and gang violence from applying for asylum ah he's such a ghoul uh what a what a great little elf of an attorney general we I have swear, when when he gets when he gets fired or he when he quits there are people are going to write some like uh we should feel bad for jeff sessions type of thing and i'm going to just rage oh my god <laughs> fuck that person for, i'm you know it's coming though, i'm right? so mad at that hypothetical person uh yeah of course it's going to happen of course though just for the clicks parker just for the clicks yeah well it's god, it's sort of like when um after after anthony bourdain died last week yeah Newsweek started writing a bunch of like publishing like do like speed publishing a bunch of stories that were just like some of his biggest celebrity feuds who is the Ugh. person he was dating who is this and it's just like you guys need to just have a tiny tiny bit of respect mm. try you know it's, yeah i always feel so awkward anytime it's like there's a sensitive topic and i'm trying to like write a story about it like if i have to if i have to like because like even that it was it was after the Kate Spade death where I was just like, um, I was like, I want to write a story about, um, about how we talk about suicide and, you know, because I think it's important and, you know, it's better than just putting out a bunch of, you know, uh, hotline numbers. Um, you know, and so, so like I was reaching out to people on Twitter. I'm like, I really like this point you made in your tweet. Can I use it in my article? If not, I totally understand. Like, I, I was, like, already doing, like, these, like, preemptive, like, I, I get it, and I'm sorry for asking you even. You right, know? right. Because it's one of those things where it's, like, I know that the, the, this is a sensitive topic, and I don't know. I always I always try to ask people to use tweets anyway, because some people get really mad. They're, like, use my tweet, and, you, you didn't, and then they're, like, pay me, and I'm, like, oh, I, I can't pay you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, like, I, I suppose I should have just asked first, yep. That's my bad. Yeah, I I think it's good etiquette just to ask. Um, Unless it's someone like super famous. Like if they are newsworthy. Like I'm not going to ask Trump to use his tweets. Or, you know, someone with, you know, 500,000 Twitter followers or something like that. You know, like I don't and I don't expect people to ask me to use my tweets. They're just 
you know, they I, I see them in articles and I'm just like, huh, you know. Yeah. It's still fucking weird anytime I'm yeah. added to a Twitter moment. <laughs> it's, that's that's like I've I've always said it's like the um you know the the announcement at the start of the purge where they're just like <laughs> for the next twelve hours yeah all crime is legal it's it's basically that but for Twitter where you get the notification that's like your tweet's been added to a moment and how do you get notified I've never been notified really uh uh-uh. I think it's because I follow Twitter moments on Twitter oh but, yeah that's probably why. But yeah, it it like pops up and it's just like you've been added to a moment. And I have like a running thread every time it adds me to one of those because <laughs> I'm I'll always be like, "Huh, why are my mentions filled with people telling me to die?" And it's like, you know, and it'll be like, "Oh, yeah, because I criticized like Trump or something and it got put in a moment." I'm like, "Great. That's always that's always the worst one." But like getting put in a moment, like it's amazing how much traffic comes from those. Oh, yeah. Um because like you know how it says like how how many impressions you have on a day it'll always be like eight times as high yeah if I have something in a- it's bananas and then like you gain a few thousand followers but then you like start tweeting like your normal self and you lose like half of them <laughs> yeah, yeah they're like oh it's this i didn't know i was signing up for this and i'm like oh, I'm, I I'm sorry if you think this is bad i have to live with me all the time so that really sucks. Like you, you just wait. <laughs> the, the best is with me. It's like you can get anything. You can get like me talking about baseball for three days straight, or just being super depressed, <laughs> or angry, or happy. You know, it's like it could. You, you, there's. I I still have no idea why anyone follows me. On Twitter. <laughs> I mean, why does anyone follow anyone on Twitter though? Like, is it any more unusual to follow you than anyone else on Twitter? I mean, I guess it's more like, why do 119,000 people follow me on Twitter? I mean, honestly, like, I'm convinced that people, like, follow someone and then don't come back on Twitter for, like, six months and then, like, pop on occasionally. Like, what I try to remember is very few people use Twitter like you and I use Twitter. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't use it anywhere near as much as you use it. Um, But, like, most people don't use it anywhere near as much as I use it. Like some people make an account and they forget they have an account, which just sounds like an amazing life. Right. They yeah. tweet like once every three years or Ugh, something. They're like, like, oh, I forgot I still had this thing. Hello, everyone. And it's like, oh, oh. my God. And, and then then there's like still like tweeting like it's like the past. They're like, look what I had for breakfast. And it's like, fuck you. We're talking about the end of the world. Yeah. What I don't get is like Chrissy Teigen using Twitter because she has like a dope life. And I'm like, right. why are you subjecting yourself to these fucking people who hate you just because you're happy? Well, it's because she she needs to see my tweets, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. I forgot she follows you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't have much to say about Jeff Sessions other than fuck you and fuck anybody who calls themselves pro-life and then supports an administration that doesn't allow victims of domestic violence and gang violence sanctuary in the United States. Fuck you. You're not pro-life. You're a fucking hypocrite. Boom. Boom. That's it. Guys, before you go out into the rest of your day, here is your good news. All right. Full disclosure. This week was a little light on the good news. Uh... And, and maybe that's not the case and I just missed a bunch of stories because my life is chaos and I don't have a ton of time to sift through the news. But 
here's what I came up with. Uh, Maine, the state of Maine, will now offer a non-binary gender option on their driver's licenses, which is very cool. They'll be the third state to offer it, um, which I count as good news. They're joining Oregon and California. Um, so I think that's good. Yeah. And I'm sure people are freaking out. Uh, the Sure. It's the, the end of the, the world. You know, they're, they're like, people are like, oh, there are only two genders, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't get why that's become like a weird right wing talking point. The like just shouting, there are only two genders. Like, because I think so- they perceive liberals as like being against nature and against God. Yeah, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's so weird. Even though like, but, like the gender spectrum occurs within nature, and if you know anything about gender, yeah. like it is a natural thing. But I think they perceive liberals as like trying to change the world as they understand it. And that's yeah, very well, threatening and scary to them. I mean, tough shit. We kind of are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I agree. So. I agree. But like, I think that's why they operate just from a place of hate and fear. You yeah. know. But it's it's so it's so weird just to just to see how constant like that specific line is, um, because it, you know, in in theory, it's it's just about erasing non-binary people. But but they're not smart enough to know that that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just using it to say all trans people are dumb and wrong and whatever. Right. Um, they, they're, you know, they'll be like, there are only two genders. What gender are you? I'm like, I'm a woman. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm one of the two genders you just said exist. Have you ever been like, good point. You're right. <laughs> yep. I've changed my mind. <laughs> um, you know, well, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's like, if someone's non-binary, who cares? Just let them exist. Let them exist and, and and don't bother them. Like that that shouldn't be it shouldn't be anyone's concern. I think it's cool that the government that certain governments are are letting people do that. I honestly don't know why our like ID documents say any sort of gender. Yeah, it's Ugh. a little weird. It's, it's a little it's weird. weird. Like there I feel like there are more important things that could be on there, like blood type. Like, you know, like if you're in a car crash, if you're in a car crash, like, and this is what they're using to like, you know, basically like a a medical alert bracelet type thing, you know, like Mm -hmm. it would be cool if that stuff was on there and not like, you know, like who cares about height? You could see how tall I am. (laughs) I'd like my, my biggest wish to be listed. (laughs) So then if like somebody sees it and they're like, oh, I could make that happen. Then like I get my biggest wish fulfilled because this person has like easy access to a hot air balloon. That's not my biggest wish. I just wanted everybody to think my biggest wish was to ride a hot air balloon. <laughs> it's not. I have bigger wishes than that, guys. Just, just put you on a hot air balloon. Like, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I just think it's so cool that so it's going to be like M for male, F for female, and then X, which sounds so cool oh, and badass pretty. to me. Like you're an X man. But wait, aren't all trans women X mans that? Yeah, that's true. They never were like, you're an X woman. Right. You were just all X men. X men are trans. 
And then I guess they did eventually just abbreviate abbreviated to X, like in the comic books and stuff, which again, very gender inclusive. As always, comic books were ahead of everybody else. Yeah, even though there, did you know that there's this whole like thing? You know how there was like Gamergate. Yes. Like there's this whole thing in the comics world now that people are trying to make happen. Where it's basically the same people as Gamergate, mm-hmm. but uh, it's Comics Gate, which doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Gamergate like thing didn't make sense to begin with because it was all just based on like this weird like dude thinking that someone was sleeping with someone else for reviews which wasn't the case and that started a whole whole thing but like there are people who think that like they're like there's a there's a conspiracy in comics to to put a bunch of sjw's in charge of things and you know they're like this is why lady lady thor like how dare they turn thor into a lady Uh. you know like stuff like that and like people are very mad about that sort of stuff and I've I've talked to some people who who write for, you know, write like Marvel and, you know, DC comics, you know, stuff like that. And they're just like, this is hellish. People are like harassing me because I, I didn't write the exact storyline they they <sighs> wrote or they wanted. And I, I feel like that kind of gets into this sort of like sometimes fandoms can be kind of toxic, you know, uh, especially like, if it's a bunch of like young cis white men. <laughs> yeah, like it, it seems like. I don't know, like watching some of the reactions to the Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah, like, with Kelly like, Marie Tran, yeah. Yeah, where people were like, I didn't like the movie, so I'm going to yell at the director, mm-hmm. and I'm going to yell at, at the people who starred in it to let them know and tell them how awful they are. You know, it's like, why? I, if, you, if you're if you a fan of something, doesn't that just mean you like it? Like, do, no. does, a, does a fan have to mean, like, oh, I need to defend the... You know, to why why didn't this story follow the exact plot line I had figured out in my head? Yeah, you well, know, weirdly, like, it's like so. The, these people find this community because like they're nerdy and you know maybe they're getting picked on and they like find a community. But then weirdly, they become like really territorial of that community. And then if they perceive like outsiders trying to enter it, they become bullies. Because they're yeah. like, this is my special thing, and you can't have it, especially if it's, like, a woman. They're like, oh! Like, they completely lose their minds. Like you're a fake, you know, oh, you like this? Name the first name the first three albums, you know? Right, <laughs> that, right. That sort of sort of thing. But it's, it's just so exhausting. I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe it's just a lack of having any actual problems in the world to deal with. Yes. That you're just like, yeah. I, uh, I have rage, and I'm going to channel it through Star Wars. You I know? think it's like, that, and I think it's like you were raised to believe that the world owes you something. Yeah. And it's like, like the world absolutely does not, you know? Yeah. It, you know, it's, uh, God, it's so, so weird. I wish that my life was like, so void of anything that I had to like worry worry about that would actually affect me that I could just like spend hours angry about something that has no effect on my life you know like if if tomorrow every band that I love said that we're breaking up or we're all going to release polka records or something like that something weird that would totally destroy their band brand you know Mm -hmm. like overall and every movie that I loved like they were like, we're going to make a shitty sequel. I-, I don't know. I would just stop listening to their music and stop watching their movies. Like, that's that's it. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, how dare you? How dare you do this to my brand? You're ruining my childhood. That's, you know, that sort of thing. Like, 
people freak out about that. You remember there was that whole backlash over Ghostbusters. <laughs> Donald Trump made a Donald Trump made a video where he was freaking out about Lady Ghostbusters. I can't believe that that was a thing, and now he's the president. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, can I tell you my main, like my main grief with Lady Ghostbusters, which was a really fun movie that I enjoyed. I liked it, and like Lady Thor. My only grief with stuff like that is I'm I just like can we just create new stories with women and not like reboot male franchises but it feels gimmicky do you know what I mean um as much as I enjoyed Lady Ghostbusters and like I loved seeing men freak out about it like that was very funny to me but I'm I'm like can we just like write new stories centering women and women of color as opposed to just taking pre-existing tropes and being like, but what if it was a lady? Like it feels very like it's new tide, you know, like it's, it feels lazy in in a way. I just feel like we need to stop uh, just rebooting shit. Yes. I I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, it's, it's exhausting. Although I Uh, really would like to see Miles Morales, like a film about that version of Spider-Man. I think that could be very cool, but Yes. Other than that, stop. Re- if I have to see one, I mean, Tom Holland is great, and I'm so glad he's Spider Man now. But if I have to see one more fucking origin story of that of Peter getting bitten by the fucking spider, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna completely lose it. I think that was my favorite thing about uh, about Spider Man Homecoming was he just had powers. Yeah, they like, didn't show it. I was like, fuck no. yes, fuck yes. Like, I think that like. W- did they mention it in the Avengers? I think it was something like, how'd you get powers? I'm bitten by spiders. You know, like something like just totally in passing. And, like, they, and they didn't show his uncle die, which I thought yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I mean, then, then Marissa Tomei is like less, if you have to think about the fact that she was married to someone who died, like then you're just like <laughs> sad and you're, you can't be like, wow, May is doing okay for herself. <laughs> Aunt May's hot. <laughs> oh, how did Aunt May? <laughs> but, uh yeah you know it's like i don't know i feel like the world could use fewer reboots generally yeah i am so excited though for that miles morales like animated thing did you see the trailer for that no i gotta watch oh, it God, it's amazing all it's right. like into the spider verse or something like that all right i'm gonna queue it up to watch yeah. after yeah, um definitely should but yeah i like i saw something the other day about like oh who are they gonna cast to play willy wonka it's like we do not need another uh, fucking willy wonka movie God, we no. just had one <laughs> like we just had one like 10 years ago yeah and, and then we had one like 10 years before that stop it <laughs> you know who's always on those lists too uh ezra miller who's yeah. great but i feel like he is so misused like he's such a fucking good actor and he is getting put in these like franchises that like aren't using how good of an actor he is and it's very frustrating yeah like he was okay about like he i thought he was good in the flash or as the flash uh, um in justice league like i i feel like it, like you were saying though kind of misused like yeah i f- full disclosure i didn't see justice league what i know uh, yeah um he was he was very good in perks of being the wallflower i didn't like that movie I mean, I, I don't know that I liked the movie, but I, I thought he was good in it. I thought the ending was so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I remember being... That was one of those things that, like, I remember reading the book, 
like when I was in like high school and thinking this was like super profound. And then uh, then the movie came out and I'm just like, wait, is that how the book goes? Uh, I I hate my old self. (laughs) That like ending made me feel like not good. Like, I I don't know if it was as tacked on in the book, but spoiler alert, if you're about to see perks of being a wallflower, I don't know what year that movie came out. But in the end, was it his aunt that had like molested him? maybe i I don't know it's literally like in the last five minutes of the movie and it's like it's almost like the actor looks at the audience and he's like by the way my aunt molested me this whole time and it was like what (laughs) what is happening i was just like what the fuck like it was so out of left field that i was like ew like i felt gross (laughs) yeah and oh uh yeah i forgot emma watson was in that movie and she did an american accent which was yeah interesting but i remember ezra was like the one silver lining of that movie like he was just he's so like charismatic yeah like you know it was i was i i thought he was good in that but yeah i mean okay so talking about him being in at cast as willy wonka for example Mm -hmm. that's why would you remake like that movie to just cast someone who because he's he'd kind of be similar to Johnny Depp. Like, how would that be different than Johnny Depp as... Yeah, I feel like it would be Ezra Miller doing Johnny Depp doing Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just think, like, let these stories... Stop rebooting every TV show. Stop. Although, the one name I saw on the list that I was like, this would be so creepy was Donald Glover. Because if you saw the episode of uh atlanta and i I don't want to give away spoilers but he plays a character teddy perkins who's one of the creepiest characters i've ever seen and i was picturing teddy perkins as willy wonka and i was like that would be a horror movie which maybe could be cool okay see i i mean i would like that's the thing i would i would be up for a super dark interpretation of Willy Wonka I mean it wouldn't take much it is a fucking terrifying plot it's just sort of dressed up to be like wacky and colorful but it's a creepy fucking eccentric billionaire who lures children into his candy factory and they die yeah like it's Uh, scary really (laughs) horrific way yeah like and then and then he grooms a new one yeah they they knew him (laughs) take over his killing factory his killing factory (laughs) (laughs) this is my chocolate killing factory i mean yes that's what it is i mean it's a good front yeah front what better way to get children in your doors um guys my final good news story is just pure fluff but it made me so happy uh it is about the pit bull who saved his family from a fire and he carried the uh, the baby of the family out of the house by its diaper. <laughs> so it's the goodest boy. Um, and I've been saying that, but um, the uh, the boy is not a boy. Although if we're we were just talking about gender, I'll refer to Sasha, which is the name of the dog, as they. So I'm not forcing gender upon Sasha. Um, she saved. I just did it again. Uh, Sasha saved Bobby, uh, baby, uh, uh, Mazela. I don't know how you pronounce the name, but the baby is eight months old and apparently they're like best friends, Sasha and the baby. And so the fire broke out. This is a home in Sacramento. And, uh, 
Sunday night, Sasha was in the backyard and uh, the mom noticed that the dog started to behave strangely. And she said, as soon as I got to the door, she runs in, starts barking. And that's when she saw a neighbor's home in flames and the flames were spreading to her own home. Um, So she went back inside and she found Sasha had already made her way into the back bedroom. And she said, I ran into the room and I see Sasha has my baby by the diaper dragging her off the bed and trying to get her to safety. Um, So she alerted the family to the fire and then immediately ran to save the baby. So Sasha is the goodest dog. See, pit bulls are nice. That I mainly s- shared the story because I have a couple of friends who have rescued pit bulls and they've been like, please tell people on your show that pit bulls are like the sweetest, most family oriented dogs. And they've just gotten this terrible reputation for being violent. They're not violent. Uh, they're actually really sweet dogs and it's actually really hard to train them to be aggressive and to fight and that they're especially really protective of children. Um, so they make great, great family pets and Sasha's a great example of them. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, I, uh, I, I can't picture meatball doing that. Can you imagine? Um, I'm sure she would try her best. She's just so she tiny. Would, she would just kind of be like, eh. Um, my asshole cats would run away as fast as they could. They would like not look back. Like Desi wouldn't like look over his shoulder at me one last time. I would just see his <laughs> fat butt running away from me. Yeah, for uh, sure. Oh man. So yeah, Meatball is a uh, it's kind of funny. Like it's, since since Snickers moved in, Meatball has been very like very very much like learning her her role in the uh hierarchy here. Oh. <laughs> um, because Snickers is uh, is not taking any shit. Oh wow. Snickers will sneak up behind Meatball and hiss <gasps> and Meatball will jump. Oh. And it's it's so sad but kind of funny. Oh my god. Like, she'll just be like over there like drinking from her little water dish and Snickers will sneak up slowly behind and then like hiss really loud Meatball will jump and then Snickers will try to swipe at Meatball. Oh my god. And it's like like you're just tormenting the dog. Why? I'm very curious to see my cats interact with Charles's dog when we move in <laughs> because like they've met and everything was cool, but I I think our place is big enough where they can like sort of stake out their own territory and it'll be fine, but like Desi was not into it. He was like, "I've never met a dog before. I'm meeting a dog. I don't like it." <laughs> no, thank you. I reject this. And yeah, I had never heard him hiss before. Yeah. I was like uh, in denial when it happened. Like Charles and I were were looking at Desi and and he hissed and I was still like, "Was that Desi?" Like I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, I mean Meatball Meatball uh gets hissed at like once a day. It's <laughs> like Snickers is it, it it's so funny cuz Snickers will be like really like like quiet and playful and like you know, like little like just tiny little noises and then like meatball will, like goes like within like five feet of him and he'll just like be like <sighs> oh my god <laughs> this, like loud hissing noise it's it's terrible but it's funny see i'm a little he just uh, so fast i'm a little afraid of that because like charles's dog harley is so sweet she's like this little old chihuahua and like she's just a little love muffin like just wants everybody to be her best friend and she really thought she was going to win over Desi and he just would not have it. So I'm wondering if like eventually they'll be cool or if they'll always kind of have a tense relationship. 
Here's hoping. <laughs> I mean, I'll keep you guys updated. I, this isn't a cliffhanger. You guys will go on the journey with me. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please follow Parker on Twitter at Parker Malloy. Is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, no. No, cool. just, uh, just you know, follow me on Twitter and stuff. Hell yeah. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Please go to lighttreason.news. Become a member. Keep us going for as little as $5 a month or a one-time donation. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter, all those places. Most importantly, tell your friends about the show. Anytime your friend posts and they're like, hey, what podcast should I listen to? Say Light Treason News. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. And while you're at it, Get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs>